0: so seconds out delighted to be joined by lou de bella for the latest edition of Debella's bella's digest and as we always start i have to ask lou how's your week been
1: you know it's sort of like blending into the one before i mean i i, I nothing extraordinary um it's been 95 degrees here it's like tropical in the the new york area it's been really really hot um you know, New York City's still a strange place these days, and it's it's life, buddy. It's the same as it's been. It's the same as it's been.
0: So we've got um, two shows this weekend over in the UK. We've got Frank Warren going on Friday evening, and then the launch of Eddie Hearn's Fight Camp, as I'm sure you know, on Saturday night. Do you watch much of the UK action over there? Obviously, you've got Matrimond Zone, and and sometimes Warren's on ESPN.
1: I, I sometimes. I mean, not not frequently not not so much with the regional stuff you know the, the the local belts and the 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 all UK matchups but you know like you know the, there's some stuff I'll watch like I, I'm a I'm friendly with James Tennyson and his crew so I probably will watch that show I'll watch his fight um, but it, you know it, I mean to be honest if I have if I you know part of it right now is I'm likely to watch because I don't have much better to do <laughs> it's true, Um man. You know, but but no, I I don't tend to watch every show, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a big fan. I still am a big fan, but I don't really watch every show in the United States either. You know, but certainly not abroad. I'm not watching every show abroad.
0: The whole fight camp concept, the idea of having these shows in a purpose built um, structure outside in the Matchroom HQ back garden, has that caught on at all in the US? Has there been much buzz about it, or, or at least a
1: no one, curiosity? No one... No one gives a fuck about fights in someone's backyard. No one gives a shit, honestly. No, no, but I don't think, I mean, look, Eddie's a showman and I'm sure maybe it probably is getting some buzz in the UK. And the UK is where Eddie knows how to promote and where Eddie's the best, you know, or has, has proven himself to have a tremendous record of success, you know, and I think he knows, he knows who he's fishing to. Um, but over here, I mean, it's not, and to be honest, like we're the kind of, I mean, you know, People here are a little bit more jaded, I think. You know, we're going through a rough time. It's like no one, I don't think people particularly give a fuck about seeing, uh, you know, somebody's mansion with a boxing ring in the backyard. Um, but I, but I, you know what? I, I said this weeks ago, and I really meant it. I give Eddie some credit for, like, being creative and, you know, trying to do something that's got some bells and whistles. And I do think, I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's likely to play pretty well uh, in the UK, you know? Yeah, I think it will look good on TV as
0: well, which is all important, of course, at the moment.
1: Which does make a difference, since some of these shows have looked better than others. And I think that it will it will be scenic, and it will look pretty spectacular on TV in all likelihood. Uh, but you know, got to remember also, at 5 o'clock, I mean, right now, boxing's having a problem in prime time with American fighters attracting an audience. Um, it's hard to imagine that on a streaming service at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, there's going to be much of an audience over here for UK boxing, but um, but for the hardcore fan, you know, I think some of these shows are good. I think the the first show might be a little bit weaker than the next few Eddie's doing, um, but I, but in terms of the quality of fights and competitiveness, um, you know, these are not matchups that mean anything in the United States, but they're solid competitive boxing, and I'm sure it's solid competitive boxing that means more in the UK. You won't
0: be staging shows anytime soon. I don't mean to depress you in any way but it's a fact you're aware of if you were going ahead any time in the next few months what would you do to distinguish your products from other stuff that you can see on tv what what would be the kind of unique selling points or concepts that you'd think about
1: um i think a lot of it would relate to just the competitiveness of the matchups i think it would be heavily in the matchmaking um I think I've learned some tricks and stuff that I don't want to really share right now, but yeah, watching, so. the way, the, watching the way other people are doing it, if we're going to be in an extended period of time where we're going to, you know, when I'm going to have to, you know, at some point, um, you know, maybe there is the opportunity to come back with a reduced number of people or with none. Um, I think I've seen some stuff and learned some stuff that I could take a little bit away from the way various people are doing it. Um, you know, Eddie's coming back this weekend. Uh, Showtime's coming back this weekend in the States. PBC is coming back uh, on Fox in August. So, you know, you'll get to see how other people are, are, are handling it. But I, I got to be honest, if you're not doing the biggest names, you have to show people warfare. Like p- the, the, people don't want to see a non-competitive matchup. A non-competitive matchup in an empty room is pretty much shit. You know, and and, you know, you can get away with a mediocre fight with a star in a live room that's going crazy for the A side. But in an empty room, the fight has to speak for itself. And I think it goes to the matchmaking and I think the way Eddie shows that are coming up are going to be judged the way Frank shows are going to be judged. And, and I think the actually showtime this weekend, I think has a pretty competitively in the ring, a very strong set of matchups. And I think that I I, I like the way they're coming back with the show that they're doing. I, I think it has some significant fights in it, you know?
0: Talking about mismatches, I have to ask something that's caught a lot of traction in the last week was the one between, you already know what I'm going to ask about, Estrada and Adkins, the female fight that saw, you know, the poor, unfortunate
1: victim dispatched very, very quickly. What well, you look, I mean, from? if you're going to put, you're going to put a championship level fighter like Estrada in with a 5-0 and o fighter, the 5-0 and o fighter has to have credentials, not coming out of a state with no regulation where she's married to, she's an ex dancer married to a promoter who's fought people that aren't really um, competent. Uh, I, you know, what was scary about it, and no offense to the woman, I I, I respect anyone that gets in the ring, I respect her for taking that challenge, but she, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but she didn't look like she had any idea how to defend herself. I mean, she didn't have a clue, it just looked like pulling a woman off the street, and I think it makes you wonder how she got the five and zero. They must have real. I mean, I've often said to you, Danny, I could get a ham sandwich to twenty and zero or fifteen and zero, and and well, someone got that girl to five and zero. Her her husband, her husband. <laughs> got, got that girl to five and zero. That's remarkable. Um, it, you know, that's an unacceptable level of mismatch because it's dangerous. I give. I think that um. You know, I have my differences with Golden Boy, but but. Uh, Robert Diaz is a very good matchmaker. I think he took responsibility and said, I fucked up on this one. Um, I think that's more than adequate response. I, I, I thought that was the manly correct response to have him, you know, and it happens in boxing. And, you know, sometimes you're looking for a record, you know, you're, you're going to be on television. You're looking for someone who's five and zero. well, maybe you should be looking for someone who's got a 500 record, but can fight a little bit. Um, but you know what? He, he took, he took responsibility. I think California said that in 2020 hindsight they would not have approved the match and i'm and then we move on from here and try not to do that in the future but it doesn't help women's boxing a match like that doesn't help any form of boxing but most importantly from a health and safety standpoint it's just pure dangerous Uh, a woman that inept fighting a killer like Estrada was just sort of frightening and, and, and a little bit sickening to watch. And then celebrating the clips or celebrating the seven-second knockout really pissed me off because with all due respect, I mean, you know, I, uh, there are hundreds of female fighters that could have scored a knockout in the first 20 seconds of that fight.
0: I agree. Going from something that we're, we're not too happy about to a fight that should be far more competitive, and that's between Errol Spence Jr. and Danny Garcia, who's being talked about for the fall. Um, no date yet, but PBC show presumably a pay per view. Does the
1: I love I, lo- I love that fight. I love that fight. I, I, I love I mean, I, I've had I've had the opportunity, by the way, to work with both fighters in the past. You know, I like them. I I think they're both tremendously talented fighters. I think Errol's um, pedigree, uh, overall, his game, his attributes are slightly superior to Danny, but Danny's one of the most underrated guys in boxing. Danny just keeps winning and and Danny Garcia is, uh, in my mind, a terrific fighter. Now factor in an accident going 150 miles an hour in a Ferrari um, and this being Spence's first fight back and that adds all the interest and intrigue for me because what I would have considered maybe previously to be a three to one kind of fight in my mind uh, in terms of the likely result, three—you know—somewhere in that neighborhood, three to one, four to one—now um, moves much closer to more of an even money kind of concept. I, I would still maybe—I'm going to assume that Spence is in better shape than many people think, and I would probably still make him a slight favorite, but a slight favorite. And and do I think Danny could win? Absolutely. And is it a fight I want to see? Yep. Not only that, it's a fight I'd pay for. So if that one's on pay-per-view, I'm buying.
0: Do you make Spence bold or foolish for taking on garcia without a tune-up fight
1: he knows how to fight the issue is not whether he knows how to fight um no but testing
0: out his injury yeah but even, his but even if responds. he's
1: gonna yeah but you know what it, it's not i mean he and his doctors know if where he is right now is going to be where he is in a year Sure. so like i mean am i gonna do i think it's foolish or it should be second-guessed if danny wins no Um, You know, Spence was the number one talent, I think, in that division before the accident. He's had significant time off his doctors and his managers and his 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 crew believe that this is uh, a worthwhile risk. I'm not going to second guess it because I mean, what what would it prove if you went in there with an an inferior opponent and won easily? And by the way, what would it prove if you went in there with an inferior opponent and maybe didn't look as impressive as he used to? It wouldn't mean that much either way. I I actually think it's exactly the right thing to do. I I think he knows in his heart, he feels like he's a favorite to beat Danny Garcia. He knows that Danny Garcia will never be given more of a chance by guys like you and me than right now. I think it's actually an astute business move. I give Spence credit for it. And I think it's a great opportunity for Danny. If Errol Spence does prevail, add
0: that to the victory over Sean Porter, is he then the number one well-to-weight based on resume over Terrence Yes,
1: yes, yeah C- Crawford Not because see. Crawford's not great, just because Crawford hasn't had the opportunity to fight the same resume of fighters uh, that Spence has, uh, particularly if Spence defeats Danny Garcia. That's a big victory. And not only that, I'll go a little farther. He goes into my top five pound-for-pound pound, unequivocally and and maybe, you know, as high as two or three. Wow. If, if he beats Danny, I mean, I, I, I put, I, I really am a fan of Danny Garcia. I think he's a top level welterweight. I, I think he's a, a a top top guy that is somewhat underrated. Same way, I think Sean Porter is somewhat underrated. If Spence, coming off that kind of an accident, this kind of a layoff, can get into the ring and beat a Danny Garcia in his first fight coming back, that's in my mind a tremendous athletic achievement. So, I, I you know. He's right up there and then in my mind with with, with Lomachenko and, 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 you know, annoye and, and I would put him ahead of Crawford. If you were a betting man, would you expect us to see
0: Spence versus Crawford before, you know, Spence moves up in weight or, or the fight becomes unviable?
1: I think you might see that fight. I think it's possible. I think if Spence beats Garcia, Crawford gets a few more wins. I think I think it's not out of the question. I mean, you, you you obviously have the different sides of a street problem, um, but at the same time, you don't have guys with, you know, look, honestly, Spence has some more alternatives, you know? I mean, there's still Manny Pacquiao out there. There's still, there, you know, Crawford being, I, you know, I, but, but at some point, Bob Arum and Top Rank are going to, they're going to make deals that allow Crawford to to fight the top uh, competition. I think that that's inevitable. So I, I expect you could see Spence and Crawford in 2021 at some point. I I, I wonder whether you're going to spe- see Spence and Garcia honestly this year. I still wonder, uh, only because I think they're leaving a lot of money on the table because that's a big gate fight. Um, I, I think it would do well at the gate. Spence and, and Garcia have already proven that they can draw. Um, but I'll tell you what, it, it, it's a good enough fight that it might be able to even, even in an empty room, it might be able to make economic sense because I would view that if, if that gets put onto the calendar, in my mind, it's right there with with the 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 first pay, the first fight I'd want to see on pay per view. I mean, Spence and Garcia. I'd like to see Lomachenko and, and Tiafimo Lopez, um, particularly. The, th- those are the two that I'm most excited about for the fall. I think the Charlo doubleheader is good. is is also interesting. Two very very good fights, and I, I love Charlo Derivenshenko, and I like the other fight with his brother also. I also think that, like, we discussed it last week, but I, I think that's very cool, that idea of doing multiple fights in the afternoon and your pay-per-view subscription still lasts that night and you get multiple fights that night. I think that's good bang for the buck. How do you feel a
0: potential Spence Crawford showdown compares with some of the welterweight fights of the past, the likes of De Trinidad and Herms Leonard, that kind of thing? <sighs>
1: I mean, in terms of God-given ability in the ring, uh, they both have tremendous abilities, so it probably goes into that top category. Um, I don't think Spence is as big a, a star as, as, uh, as all those other guys you yeah. mentioned. So. Um, nor, nor do I think, honestly, if I'm going to be honest, nor do I think at the moment Crawford's as big a star as Spence. So I, I, I don't think it's a monumental fight that gets the world's attention but it's a fight certainly that would have the attention of the hardcore boxing fan everywhere on the planet. Why do you feel Spence is a bigger star than
0: Crawford as it stands? Is it just having fights against that top-level competition? Is it some of the stuff outside the ring, like the car crash, for example? Has that helped people know about Um, him
1: a bit more? You know, storylines outside of the ring do bring attention to you. I mean, you don't want to have a 150-mile-an-hour crash in a Ferrari to get bigger, but it probably... It, it certainly put a lot of attention on his story and his, his journey. You know, um, I think also don't underestimate. I mean, I promoted a lot of those Brooklyn boxing cards and those, those PBC shows on Fox network and prime time. And those are very powerful platforms in the States. I mean, you're talking about, you know, multiple times, the number of viewers that an, a, 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 a normal boxing show gets. It's not on network TV and prime time. So, I mean, also you gotta remember, Spence fought the kid from Italy. Um, it's gonna take me what? Bundu. Bundu. Thank you. No worries. He fought Bundu and the match was coming right out of the Olympic um, basketball game.
0: Okay.
1: And if you rem- that fight did one of the biggest viewerships in the history of boxing in the United States on I mean, it literally it was something like four or five five million, six million people watched it. So that's the kind of, like, Crawford's never had that kind of a, a, a audience on video, ever. So it's just empirical. I'm looking at the data, you know, and he's fought in front of more people. He's fought on bigger shows. He's fought better competition. And you got the TMZs, the national news, the ESPNs, and everyone recovering the accident he had in his recovery. And now also, you have millions of people that knew he had that traumatic accident wondering how he's going to look in his first fight back so i i i think spence is look i'm a big spence fan and i think he can i, I think at the moment his star shines more brightly than crawford's um but that could change when uh, you know after they fight
0: now before we let you go if you were blessed with power from the boxing gods and you could make any fight at the moment in the world would it be spence crawford or is there another big fight you'd make first
1: I mean, I'm a heavyweight fan, and, and a- as the heavyweight division goes, so goes boxing. Even though it doesn't involve an American, um, I probably would first like, I mean, if I could pick a fight and put it in the ring so I could sit there and have drink some good scotch on Saturday night and enjoy myself, I'd probably want to see Fury and AJ. So if I could make any fight, it would probably be that. That's um, a good choice. I'm probably more excited for Spence and Crawford than I would be for Canelo and triple G again, you know, but I think that, that, that I'm, 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 a big, you know, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a smaller kind of thing as I, I'd like to get the deal done for junior Fought to fight Joe Parker in oh, New yeah. Zealand, because I do think it's like, I think for the people in New Zealand, that would be a tremendous event. And right now no one can really get in or leave from, and it's, uh, it's probably the right time to make that fight. So I want to see that happen on a selfish level. If, if, if I was looking for the fight that I think would be the biggest for boxing, I probably would force the uh, issue and, and see Joshua against uh, against Fury. Or let me rephrase that. Fury against Joshua. <laughs> yeah, I thought the, number one, the number one guy goes first.
0: Fair and until
1: proven otherwise, I, I have Fury at number one heavyweight.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think most people do at this stage. Brilliant. Well... It's been a pleasure, as always. Always,
1: always, always a pleasure, my friend. I hope next I'm week. Not, there's I'm, not I'm not discussing. I'm not i I'm not discussing a potential retirement today, or, uh, or <laughs> yeah. nothing controversial is going to come out of this conversation.
0: You won't so. have all your staff calling you worried about their futures this time.
1: No, no, not at this time. All right, buddy. Good Great seeing stuff. you. Take care. Take care. Later. Speak soon. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye.